I'm Luis Vasquez. I am the founder of Food Next Nation, and you're listening to the VS Podcast. Hola amigos de Pancho Villas Army, aquí el Sargento with a special edition of Villas Podcast, a Valentine's edition. And um, before we get introduce our guests, let me introduce my co-host today because both of us have a man crush on this guy. Uh, romance. <laughs> we just can't help. We were like, who are we going to invite for Valentine's Day, Rich? And, and, uh, Coronel, and Coronel's like, do we so? Of course, man. That guy's in, you know, that guy's in, you know, soñamos cosas chingonas con ese way. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So, first of all, <laughs> Coronel, welcome. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Glad to be back. Um, I took a little week off. Actually, I was six off, but now I'm back. But no, I uh, do very excited again. Obviously, do have a man crush on our, our next guest. We so have known him for many years. Um, I guess maybe probably 2013. Yeah. I was going back to some old videos and uh, old photos, and I'm just like, damn, man, we've come a long way. But uh, without further ado, by popular demand, <laughs> if we introduce Wiso Vasquez. Yeah. Hey. Guys, guys, okay, first of all, that intro, Bad Crush, all right, I'm, I'm blushing over here on, uh, I haven't had uh, that much uh, love in a, in, in a podcast, uh, usually when I'm hosting, it's like, ah, we sort of, all right, we don't really care, but no, 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 I, I, it is uh, a joy, and it is um, just awesome to get to chat, chat with both of you, um, people that I've known for a while, and I share the same passion, and I can literally say you, you guys are, are friends, um, not only because you're in Phoenix and we're <laughs> local, uh, even though we don't ever hang out, which is kind of kind of weird. But it's funny. We've we've seen each other outside way more times ever. I don't think we've ever. Oh, yeah, no, we have uh, in some of the Phoenix games. But back to what I was saying, it's um, yeah, you guys uh, respect to you guys and what you do. And I'm excited. I'm excited to talk yeah, cool. on the other side. Well, thanks no, for letting like, us, dude. Like, yeah, I know uh, Coronel and myself have been wanting to get you on, but we're like, dude, it's got to be a special occasion. I mean, it's got to be the Valentine's occasion. It's I love Valentine's it. Day special, man. I mean, what you know, Coronel, I mean, I mean is, am I lying, Coronel? No, absolutely not. And, and you know, it's funny that, that you bring that up because, you know, obviously we follow We Saw on Instagram, uh, and you, you posted We Saw, and I, I'm kind of curious. You posted uh, a, a stack of a picture of CDs, right? Some burnt CDs, some MP3s that you did. And one of his questions that he had on his polls is, what song is going to be on this Valentine's Heartbreak CD? And I voted for Careless Whisper, which is every time, every time I hear that, I think of Weasel. And he's like, you know, <laughs> a message which I'm not going to share. But anyways, I mean, I'm just kind of curious, Weasel, what, what songs do you have on there? Dude, it, Careless Whisper was on there. I literally, it, of course it is. I'm never going to dance again. Like, yeah. you <laughs> You have to, I had some, like, I think I put some on there. I had some, like, Radiohead, and um, I I think uh, the other one was uh, I'm Going Down. Like, it was just, it literally was the most dramatic mix <laughs> that I wanted to get over you, Christina. I'll say her name. You know, she, I don't think she follows me or she even cares about me anymore. But, dude, that, that, that was a heartbreaks uh, summer. And uh, I remember I was just going through all my city. I can't throw stuff away like that. Right. right. I would. I don't even know where to put a CD anymore. But <laughs> y you have those songs, and I'm. I put it in my in my lap to see what 
was some of them some of them has like some dumb like uh you know i think it was some either backstreet boys or in sync like i want you back or something like that but it was it's just funny to go down that road but you right away said hey careless whisper and i had to tell you dude that that's it it's 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 such a good the melody with the saxophone or the trumpet whatever that is it's just amazing it takes you back to like those at the 80s right it just yeah because even if you didn't have heartbreaks in the 80s you still listen to that song like you know it still comes down to it you know what what's funny is like significant others every time it's always been like this you hear a song, a ballad, una canción, whatever, you hear it and you start, you know, you kind of get emotional about it, even though you've never actually uh, had that experience. You just somehow, mm-hmm. the song just kind of gets you. And you always have like significant others and are like, well, who are you thinking about? Well, no one really, just the song gets you, right? But but the funny thing about the CDs is you guys, obviously you had CDs, you were able to burn them. In my era, it was a cassette, but mm-hmm. not even... Not even record on that. Not even like a dub cassette. It was like I'd have to play the radio. Yeah, no cassette radio, super close, and then hit record. Rich, yeah. Rich acts like he's like eighty. Like I, I really did that too, bro. Like now <laughs> you talk about eight track or something. Okay, if you said eight track, okay, I'll be a little different. Like if you're like in the vinyl or whatever. No, yeah, those cassettes, dude. I feel like I was always I was since I was born in Mexico and I was there for uh, like first 10 years of my life, I feel like that was the seventies of what the U S is the eighties because mm-hmm. I was doing stuff. I remember betas, right. When we either go to the video, uh, video centro, mm-hmm. either beta or VHS sections, right. right? That was like in the seventies in the U S you mm-hmm. know? So I come out, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, dude, of course. Cassettes. I still have some of those cool cassettes. Oh, yeah, the, the ones that hold on to are the Disney ones. Those are the ones to, as a matter of fact, you know, yeah, you I for- do have a Disney. I have the Aladdin Disney cassette yeah, that I used to play at long, on, like just in the night, dude. I know that's all that whole soundtrack because of that. I like Coronet and myself do when we do karaoke. You said karaoke. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, karaoke. Oh, oh, hey, hold that. Leave that to later, dude. Leave it to I knew you could bring that up, Rich. I have to. I have to. Well, we, we, let's let's talk. Wait. So let's talk a little bit more about you. Obviously, yeah. you you said you lived in Mexico mm-hmm. for how long? Uh, when did you come over? Uh, yeah. How did you go from from there to what you're doing now? Born in Leon, Guanajuato, right? That's uh, the few very Leon fans that are on Twitter that could say, uh, yeah, I was born there. Ahí in el Seguro Social, in Colonia Panorama. If anybody's from Leon. Um, and was there, went to the, you know, Colegio Guanajuato, like the biggest Leon. My family's like huge Leons, like proud of it, you know, it's so we are. And then, uh, you know, like an immigrant story, my dad decided to go to the U.S. for an opportunity. He went first. And, you know, back then, this is early 90s, you know, they, it wasn't just, it wasn't hard to come to the U.S., you know, and, you know, with not to get into an immigration and, and and but it's it's important to note that back then you can just go in and out. And he did. He did many times. He would go in there and work for a summer and come back or work for a few months and come back. And it's not that we we were we weren't uh, we needed the money. I think I was, in, I, was, I was a pretty good education in school. But my dad was just in a very adventurous person. He would go and try to go anywhere, just like my my grandpa was who would live, travel all over the world. So he saw an opportunity to go work and came to Phoenix in the middle of June, then came back, said, hey, maybe you can go to school for a year and learn English. So we, you know, we went over there and left what we had, and and then all of a sudden a year in, we, you know, we decide, hey, let's just stay here and continue this opportunity. And all of a sudden my life changed completely, and 
then, you know, as a kid realizing that you have no papers until you realize that you don't have papers, you know, it, it just it's a it's a completely different story that we could talk about. But somehow I made it to the U.S. And um, I didn't know we were going to stay here like at, uh, other other kids that come to the U.S. And then you, you just kind of, you know, go through that that avenue of what, what you're going to do. Right. So um, that's, I guess, my story of, of how it came in. And and now I'm. You know, I've been here ever since in Phoenix, and I don't know why my parents, my dad chose the hottest city in, in the world <laughs> well, I was June, gonna ask to you, stay man. at. Yeah, dude, my parents brought me around June, July as well, dude. It's like, what is it about our parents thinking, like, this would be a great place to raise kids? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we have to, like, defend it. No, it's not that hot. It is. It's pretty hot. Yeah, well, people try to defend it, yeah. But it's like, it's like, you can't play outside. It's not a place for kids to go out there. Like, in California or, you know, Mexico, I imagine you just go out there play for play for the whole day right until the until the lights out and you come back you can't do that here <laughs> somehow we did though somehow we did go out like I, I grew up in like if you know phoenix sent it's uh van buren and 15th avenue like oh, it is rough buren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it was rough back then I mean, activities and i'm not saying for anyways like oh was you know phoenix not rough I, okay i get it you know but i'm just saying like it was that's that was in the house we lived our house was divided into two we had another complete separate uh family next to us with cardboard that we could never see because the landlords divided into and there was six to eight of us with three kids and then another family we never saw that they left over the back into the alley mm-hmm. like you know that was that was where we came through for about a year they're at capital school on van buren right. and uh and uh and yeah it is just kind of you know and just kind of took its course there go to school and everything why did they choose Phoenix? I mean, maybe because it's not as saturated. There was nobody here. You know what I mean? There was look, nobody here. I mean, we look at how long we've been here, and we've seen it explode, especially in South Phoenix, Levine, you know, out on the west side. I mean, it's it's super, super growing. So, uh, you know, they probably just saw the opportunity. Hey, it's, this is going to grow, and, and sure as hell it did. So, I don't so know. Really quick time out. So, we saw, well, this is an episode of This Is Your Life. So, we have another guest who just couldn't help. He also has a man crush on you. And I told him, wow, hey, my buddy. I was like, I was like, we still coming. I was like, do I have to, I have to join, dude. I have to like, uh, you know, uh, any moment you're going to get flowers at the door and courtesy of uh, and, and a guy doing a, doing a little song and dance. Yeah, too much. No, man. Like, hey, sorry, sorry for being a little bit late, dude. But the mountain time thing messes me up. Like I got the invite and I'm thinking, oh, okay, cool. That's like 11 o'clock my time. And I guess you guys are only an hour behind, not two. Oh, it just messes me all up. We are, we we don't change, man. Like everybody keeps saying, you know, Arizona and their weird time changes. We don't change. For the very first time in a podcast, we all got here on time, and we didn't have to worry about it because I'm I'm dealing with like six different time zones when I work every day, from Spain, Mexico, then three in the U.S., and then somebody goes, hey, I can't do it, but can I do it 4:30 Pacific? Okay, I have to tell that to the others. I think that's five thirty Mexico, and and that's three hours in Argentina to post for for. St- it is crazy. I I hate it. I hope it's like one of the things that I know. I don't. I think I'm dumb, but at the same time, I feel like I have to do these weird equations in my head to figure out to tell Sergio to be on here at nine thirty Pacific. Okay, what's this? I think he's Mexico City. You need a PhD for this, man. And then all of a sudden, we ch- and then all of a sudden we're Pacific in April. So then people go, wait, I thought you were only an hour behind. We don't change. <laughs> Everybody else. We, what, we, what that, we don't that have that mean from uh, sunny Philadelphia where the guy's like pointing to a chalkboard. He's got like this whole like thing going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know what I think? I think your next perfect job, Lisa, would be a referee in the barring. 
reviewing the, the you know, <laughs> so did he did the hand touch it? Did it not touch? Was he in? Was he out? Yeah, I mean, you've already got the you've already got the, the, uh, var, the var. Yeah, the var. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Uh, I was funny because I was coming back from the World Cup and uh, I went to a baseball game. It was so boring. And there was like a review call and I got up and I'm like, I don't think anybody got it. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, never mind. Well, we can only let Weasel do the bar stuff if uh, he puts a meme after it, like the like the one from yesterday from the Tigres game where the guy with the, who, who was a Bayern Munich player that's like falling over. And you're like, oh. <laughs> well, he's like enemy number two now. Did you see yeah. that? Number Dude. One. I don't know. What was it? I didn't even pay attention, but. It's like he barely touched them, and he was like perfectly still, like just like that. And we're like, yep, just you know, it happens. It happens. But hey, diving happens everywhere, man. Part of the game. Part of the game. That, speaking about that game, let's jump, just jump right into that, man. Who were you guys pulling for? I know I was definitely. Of course. Come on. What kind of question is that? What, what are we? You know, but you're not an Americanista fan. Do Americanista? It's true. They're... That's true. We have a Chivas fan. We have an America fan. Sarge, Sarge what fan? Who, who, who do you go for? Oh, yeah, my mask, dude. You know, you know, you know who it is. Soy guapo, soy inteligente. I mean, come on. Uh, it, it all away. There, there, there it is. Yeah. It, arrogant. No, no, but look, look, I said it, I said it yesterday to Yeah, Weasel. you did. You said I, it. I replied to Weasel yesterday. Mm-hmm. And when Chivas was playing in the in the in the Champions Club, um, Champions League against Toronto, I believe, right? I, I was rooting for Chivas. Like, I was a hardcore Chivas fan. I was like, come on, let's go. And and, and I, I rooted for them. And I say that as an America fan. I say that with all the hate in the world towards Chivas fans. Um, I was rooting for Chivas that night. I have a theory about this, that people in the U.S., and maybe I'm wrong, but whatever, I think there's something in there that we cling to to being Mexican into everything. Like, it's just since we are so far away from it, we get, you know – not saying persecuted, but, but but saying especially in Phoenix, you guys, right? When you're growing up, it's like, oh, I'm Mexican. Oh, you're Mexican. Like this, 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 this almost shame at, at times, right? That I feel like everything that's Mexican in the U.S., we're gonna cling onto it, regardless if it's you know, even if it's not positive, like the the news that come out, yeah, that's me, you know. And if it's the if it's Chapo, right? Chapo, you're like. Yeah, that guy escaped out of jail. Like, you know, you, even though it's bad and it's negative, you, you kind of just go, I'm kind of proud of it a little bit that we kind you know, or if he escapes out of the prison, he did horrible stuff. We That guy should be in jail for the rest of his life. But if he escapes out of that pr- that prison, you know, you'd be like, ah, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Like, that, like a guy did that? Like, I know, I totally get it. It's But it's this weird thing that you kind of go, a Mexican did that? I'm proud of that. Yeah. Maybe more in the U.S., so, right. so to add to that, then we add a no, then we make a novella out of it and glorify yeah. even more. We and make glorify a, even more. All right, we're like, hell yeah, you know, it's narco, you know, chapo. it's horrible. I hate it. I, I've never been part of the narco culture. I, I, it's really dumb. But there's just a little bit part of me that goes, wait, the number one, you know, drug dealer or or, or the number one, uh, you know, we beat. <laughs> you become he's Mexican. You go, dude, that's really bad. Dude, I, I have to. You absolutely. You, I, you know what? I never thought about it, Wilson, until you just said that. Because I mean, he's avoid he's avoided the authorities for so long, and we're like, I see as el Mexicano chingon and all this God, stuff. So dumb. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big, you know. Obviously, I don't support that. Obviously, but I did have to. I gotta. I gotta admit, I did buy a a, a Caro Quintero T-shirt. Jesus. <laughs> I gotta support. Look, I gotta, I gotta support. <laughs> I gotta support. But even, but even it's it, it goes across everywhere, man. It, like remember when Gael Garcia Bernal was, I think, dating Natalie Portman. 
Yeah. Right. I, I think that apartment to me was like, you know, growing up, Star Wars, everything. And and at that point, I was like, you know, it's the Mexican like it's dating Natalie. Like, yay, you know, like that's kind of cool. Like I could be a part of that somehow just a little bit, you know, or the Mexican and the Winter Olympics who had no reason to be Mexican except for like a cousin of a cousin, some, you know, whatever, Von something. And we're like, let's go. Just we cling to it no matter what. And I think that's what people in Mexico don't understand. And oh, you go to all these games that are moleros and and they're about dude. Like that's the minute we want to be Mexican, we can try to be there because sometimes we we can't. Or again, we have to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans. So yeah, man. Like uh, back to the conversation with Tigres, right? Yep. To me, to maybe us in the U.S., to Sergio, right? Who's who yeah. who who has who started a movement to 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 Mexico? Why wouldn't you wanna you wanna celebrate? But then again, rivalries come in. I'm a, you know, so I get, I get rivalries. I get why maybe Welito, if America's about to shoot a penalty kick in the 90s to beat Bayern Munich, you'd probably be like, Isaac Sergio would not shut up for the rest of his life. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know if I want that. I, it's kind of cool that Mexican teams made it, but then I don't necessarily want all the America. And true, bro, Americanistas will ride forever, forever, and it's no, so bro. annoying. But you know what? You know, Guignac said it, bro. Guignac said it. El peor enemigo de mexicanos from Mexicano. I know how you guys are. I know how you guys are. All right, dude. So that's exactly what I was going to go into, right? He, this is the Twitter, right? What are you talking about? Yeah, el peor enemigo de mexicanos from Mexicano. I hate that saying, man. Well, it's true, bro. I think it's true. So right? so for the folks that are, are listening, right, you guys, if you guys went to the, the Twitter page, I mean, it basically says, yeah, el peor enemigo de mexicano es el mismo mexicano. Um, so what are your thoughts about that? Like, you know, do you, do you agree with that saying? I do hate, you... I don't like that saying because isn't that like that everywhere? Uh... It, okay, let's let's think. I don't know. I, I, I hate it because it's like, dude, I feel people hate on people that you know all the time, right? You're you're in your family. Like if you do something like maybe there's a cousin ah, it's because he got lucky or like, you know, and, and it could be a Mexican thing. I'm just saying like, I don't like it because it says that we are that bad. It's true, you know, we're we're bringing people down or we get envious, but I feel like in other cultures, I don't know, maybe it's the same thing. No, you guys really think, and especially Mexicans, mm -hmm. it's not like well, Latin Americans. It's more in our culture, dude. Like my wife, she's from Georgia, you know, she's she's from the South. So they're constantly like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm super proud of you. I can't wait. Let's let's celebrate everything. You know, you, your first walk, your first tooth, you know, everything. And for us, it's like, ah, mira, like he's walking, like everybody walks, right? Like we just yeah, like. That's true. You know what I mean? Like I've seen other coaches yeah. not get like we, we get we get down and dirty, man. Dude, I agree with you, Z too, because like you know, like, like I mean, take a culture like uh, I don't know, like the Jewish community, right? Like they they not only support each other so much, like they do business with each other. Yeah. Um, and and I, I get this feeling that when like a Mexican guy sees like a Mexican lawyer or a Mexican doctor, they're like, oh, he must not be as good. Let me go get it. Let me go get the gringuito, right? Like yeah, like well, I feel like it happens in our culture, right? Or hace tranza, hace tranza, hace tranza. But then I take the other part of it of like, maybe we're just both on the spectrum because the minute you meet someone that's Mexican outside of what you didn't meet a Mexican, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. So we just talked about how awesome it is to be, to like have one ounce of Mexican and we're going to be like, that's awesome that you did that. But then we're also talking about we're the biggest enemies. So that's kind of crazy on both spectrum, right? Yeah. We are the biggest hype people when it comes to Mexico. I'm sorry. You know, it's like. You mention anything Mexico, and we're like, you know, we won already four Oscars. 
it's like you know we we just like that's you know but then we could be the the worst we're just everywhere dude. like yeah. from both sides. you're absolutely right we're everywhere man i mean even like for example like when we need something to work on our car we go to el mexicano he's going to be the cheapest it's, una, it's un compa he might be successful with his little with his tire shop or his auto body shop but you're like hey i'm going to try to get in and try to get my, a lower price to get my shit fixed. Well, but, but, but then it doesn't work, Coronel, and then you go, what do you expect? Dude? It's from what Mexico, you bro. Like, it's a patch job. You know? <laughs> it's like the opposite. You must, you must you, be when you need someone to pass a mission, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that they'll just somehow pass the emissions. Don't I don't know have... how they're going to do it, but all of a sudden you get the little certificate. Hey, you passed on my 98 Civic. I go, cool. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I did, hey Serge, we were talking earlier, right before you got on, how 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 long we've known Wiso. I think you and I might have known. You might have known Wiso just a little bit longer. We uh, met each other at the same time. Uh, we met each other. We we all met at the Phoenix game, bro. That that Phoenix USA game was like the first time we all met. Met. I think we all kind of like interacted a little bit, you know, on online. But man, I think the first time we all kind of hung out was at that that Phoenix game. That was also like the first time we ever saw Claudia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they never showed up again for like ten years. Who? Exactly. Exactly. Who? You're gonna have to insert a little bringer in on the on the uh, <laughs> just like, her on the uh, podcast. Do like a plank. You guys are so mean to her. She's hilarious. <laughs> so let, let, a little backstory. She, she finally went to a game in 2019, dude. So it took her seven years almost to go to to go back. She to went her. to another game. I thought. Which one? Yeah, yeah. She went. To, yeah, yeah. She went to San Antonio game. Oh, that's right. She did yeah, this yeah. game. Yeah, yeah she went. So, yeah, there, 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 yeah, Claudia. Yeah, I, yeah, she I, went to San Antonio again. You're right. For you're those right, of us, right. Serge, Serge, you want to talk a little bit about that background? A lot of people don't <laughs> know. Inside joke so, is so Claudia, Claudia is my sister. Uh, she's an accomplished journalist and she Very accomplished. Did, uh, a lot of work on the border. Um, I don't know, like dangerous work on the border for a while. Uh, but now she works for like a nonprofit uh, doing communications and stuff. Um, you know, she worked for Beto for a while as well during his campaign. Yep. But the way I know her is I grew up with her, and I tease her relentlessly as every older Mexican brother does. And she's a big hardcore Mexico fan like all of us, um, and she tells us she's going to go to all the games, and she just never shows up. She never shows up. <laughs> and so to, to incorporate her, because we love her so much, Viso and I started taking pictures with space in the middle so we can like Photoshop her in at every game. So while she hasn't been to every game, and I think she's been to two games in 10 years or something like that, um, <laughs> she's at least been there in spirit. And there's photos where we've inserted her, <laughs> and she, yeah, no, she's, she's there. It's like um, it's like we have a little cutout that we just take to every game. Where, where she, she we should make a cutout of, of Claudia and just start taking her to, to the games. That would be funny. She, I'm going to get a mean message on Instagram for this conversation. A fat hit. A fat head. <laughs> that would be. That would so be shout out to Claudia. Um, definitely, it would be, would be. She'll be. She'll be joining us in the pod. We'll put an image of her during the whole time. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so, so, we. So, so, what are you? So, what's what's going on? What's new with you? I mean, obviously, we've seen you progress from when you started Foot Next Nation and how, how everyone has progressed. Everyone on the show. And shout yeah. out to everybody on the show. Uh, just to see you guys go from from. I'm not sure if it was in your basement or your garage, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. I mean, just, I mean, you're 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 in Mexico hanging out with Janelli and Norma, and and I'm like, what the, like what, like what, did I miss the boat? Like what the hell? Like, what the <laughs> no, hell no, happened? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, 
you know, it's I I, I always kind of go back to what Sergio's done, and and we we all kind of got the we were in the same game, Sergio, and you noticed this when I had the idea for Flip Nation, and you had the idea for PVA, right? Like with that 2011, you tell that story so well, and then you know Flip Nation started. I say even before that, I, I did like a little Twitter account called Mexico Mexico Soccer, Mexican Soccer, no, Mexico Soccer Team. It's still on Twitter on there. And then I just let it go. I had like 2,000 fans, and I'm like, no one cares. And then I let it go. And then I came back to it, and I'm like, dang, that's 2,000 people following in 2010. That's pretty big. It's still there. Horrible tweets. Horrendous tweets, by the way. It's like Mexico went to score in Honduras 2-0, you know. And then like – yeah, yeah, I was like, I was just I'm like, people want to know about Mexican soccer in English, cool. And then I'm like, oh, this is dumb. I'm just gonna focus on something else. So then 2011 came, and I'm like, oh my gosh, no, like there's a there's people. So started writing, and then you know just either the the blog started, which is usually called Footmex Source a while That's back, yeah. which was like the source of Mexican soccer. And then there was nobody writing about about that in English. Got some cool writers that used to write for Goal a long time ago. It's a Cantina MX kind of uh, guys, which I know those guys from a long time in the forums. He's, they're, they're good guys. And and it just kind of started from there, right? From Next Nation, started getting into games and getting to know the people to, you know, let them know that we're legit, that we're covering them in English. And just on the media side, started doing that. <clears throat> uh, finally found people that were way better than me at writing, that were way better at me at telling the stories, that were way better than me at, 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 uh, at content creation and giving them a chance to showcase what they want to do. Some have stayed, some have gotten, you know, uh, offers or clubs. And it's just, you know, it, it's, it became a community and now on Twitter and, you know, joining up with Tom Marshall with the Mexican soccer show in the early stages to say, Hey, let's come together and doing the, the Mexican soccer show podcast will be a part of Flip Mex nation. And then, um, you know, doing my own thing on the side, trying to trying to figure out how if this is going to be a, a job or a career or or working for other, you know, on, on doing whatever I can to hustle. And then, uh, you know, last year got together with uh, with the marketing jersey who who said, hey, I know we love what you're doing. We see what you're doing. We've worked together in a few past projects. Um, come work for us, you know, and then it it's it's what I'm doing now in what you know what the marketing jersey's doing and it's and it's I didn't have to stop what I was doing and I can do it full time nice. and I can do what I want which is content creation which is bringing content to to the Mexican audience you know because I feel like I've grown up to it and I know what people want here you go continuing to to do that and then now the opportunity to work with amazing athletes work with content for amazing athletes work with a company that is growing immensely and and uh, it's got a bright future in, in women's soccer, and also in, in you know in the multicultural space here in the United States, and what and everything I said with Mexican soccer. So to me, it's been a dream, and um, I'm just gonna keep going. You know, I, I I'm, I'm I'll, I'll see see where it goes. That's awesome. Yeah, you know you know what's cool. Like, let me interject real quick, Z. Like, um, you know, when I met Weasel, there's tons of guys with passion, right? Like that passion is people have passion, but Weasel was different because. I don't know if you guys remember Big Soccer. It's still around, but mm -hmm. Big Soccer was just like a hater, you know, Reddit type of blog. <laughs> and there's tons of guys like that, right? But Weasel approached it as, as a professional. And I think that was the difference um, when I met Weasel. He looked at it as, as, as someone who, who not only loved the sport and was passionate, but he approached it in a professional manner. And I think that's why um, not only audiences re like re reacted, you know, well to what he was doing, but like um, also 
um, the Mexican soccer team and, and people around the whole Mexico Zoom, you know, environment, they all reacted very well to what Footmix Nation was or Footmix Source at the time. Because um, he wasn't like some angry blogger, right, in the basement. He was a guy who treated this professionally and he acted he acted in that way, right? Um, so I think that was a difference. I think that's really what, what helped um, at least me like notice, man, we still got something really cool going. Um, he's not just a little troll hater like some of these big soccer guys or Reddit guys are. Um, he, he really yeah. didn't know about it. it. It's I think, you know, I've, I've said that we've gotten to where we're at because we try to do things right and not, I mean, going back over there, guys, what sells, right? Women in bikinis and, bikinis. and you put it out there or, you know, like I just saw, I'm like, we can go that route and get really big and put, you know, up there or, or whatever, or we can actually give content. Like, I really think people want to know what Salcido's doing, you know, in, in, you know, as the Mexicans abroad, because there's nobody talking about that. Right. I'm like, that's the content that's going to continue giving it to us. And then getting people on my team that, you know, are, don't look like me. Right. Or that have a different ex experience of the Mexican soccer and continuing to evolve in that way. And, and uh, getting with the Mexican soccer show guys where, you know, those guys, Tom Marshall is at ESPN. So, right. Making sure that the guys that are doing, they know what they're doing. It's not just, you know, and, and credit to other podcasts, credit to other, you know, people that have tried to do this. You know, I'm always supportive. The more that we are together, the better we're all going to grow. And that's always been our, our case. You know, it's I've never seen anybody that uh, they're my enemy and they're growing a little bit more from FMF state of mind to the three, three, uh, three pod guys like you got. We just kind of keep growing and we're all going to be well yeah. and and don't burn any bridges because, you know, I think as a community, we're all cool. And I feel like I don't necessarily have any problems with anyone because it could get dramatic out there. Yeah, sure. But um, but yeah, just just continue to do it. And, you know, maybe we could have gotten bigger if I went another route or or not. But uh, we'll see. So, so, so I like what you're doing, man. You're not following what, what Guignac just said, man. You're definitely changing the script. And I feel like that it takes people like, you know, these kind of conversations and this type of saying, hey, that that's that's that, that's the past, man. We've got to do, we're better than that, you know? Not our enemies. Yeah. We're going to collaborate. We're going to come, because I feel if we collaborate, we come up with better content, better, you know, just, just, just everything in, in general, dude. We're going to come up with better connections and better, and we're going to grow as a community. Yeah. Um, so I love what you're doing, man. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to give you kudos for that. You are definitely one that is willing to help out a fellow, you know, you know, up and comer. You know, hey, what, yeah. what's going on? It's it's true. It, you know, now people have, um, you know, the podcast about their own teams. You know, and it, it's it's the, the Eagle Eye podcast. And who would have thought that there's so much, right? Yeah. So if if you're out there and you're listening to that, and you know, oh, you know, it's do something that people aren't doing. Just keep at it. That's another thing we had. I remember looking back at the, the, the people that were looking at Food Mech Source and how many people are reading. It's like 11 people. And I was like, dude, I'm excited. 11 people are reading this article. And then, you know, one tweet, you know, and I don't have a huge following like like a lot of people do on Twitter, you know, in the last 10 years. But, you know, you, people respond to what you're, what you're saying. And it's, it's good to see that growth. But you have to keep going. You know, it's if we started this in 2013, it's it's eight years ago. You know, so if you are if you're thinking of starting something, keep doing it. And that's what I see. Stop. People just kind of go, I did it for a year. I'm not getting anything. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. If you believe in it, it's going to happen. If if there, if there really is a niche and we're very small compared to the world out there, you know, but, you know, people notice. Yeah, I like I like the I like that that little motivation speech to keep going and keep doing it, because I think 
nowadays the generation, the younger people, right? Our kids are like, they want results like quick. They're so used to like downloading an app, downloading a song, everything's super quick. And if, if there's a lag in text or whatever, everyone gets so upset. Like, oh my God, this text takes forever. And, and it's, it's still fast, right? And um, one, of the, one of the last shows that you had last year uh, was the, the awards, the podcast award that you, that you guys did. And it's yeah. cool that you guys recognized, uh, you know, like Eagle Light Podcast and, and yeah. Chivas del Norte, because then it gives them motivation. And especially because it gave Chivas del Norte a shout out on TV, it kind of gives them motivation. Hey, let's keep, we're, we're on the right path. Yeah. It might, we might not get there in three months. But look at, Weasel, you're a perfect example. Look at where you're at now. You know what I mean? If that's what you really want to do and you're passionate about it, yeah. keep it and you're going to get you're going to get there, you know? And that's, I thought that was a really cool, cool show. And I, and I look at you guys. You look at, look at PVA. I mean, the world knows who PVA is. They're, you know, as and the Mexican Federation noticed, everyone in the U.S. Like, the flags that are out there with PVA on it, this was, this was your dream, Sergio, right? And then it's happening. How many chapters do you guys have? all the fans, you know, uh, what you guys are doing at games. And it's it just starts by, I think this is cool. I'm going to keep doing it. And you you kept going because you knew, I'm like, it, it's all logical. It makes sense for all of us to come together at games. Why not do it? Um, so it's, it's, it's continuing to build everybody up. It's continuing to help each other in any way that we can, being respectful. And, you know, 2026 is around the corner. So well, And like, you know, one thing you said that, that really caught my attention was, you know, you could have gone with girls in bikinis. You could have gone you know, that whole route. And, you know, PVA the same. We could have done the same thing, right? Hire models, do that stuff. But um, I think one thing that I think you and I both agree upon is it's not about how many followers or likes or whatever you get. It's about the quality of those people. True. Um, and I'd rather have, you know, 100 quality people that I want to hang out with than 1,000. Um, and 900 of those people are just people that, you know, yeah. aren't there for the right reasons. Don't have the right intentions, um, you know, or, or or whatever, right? Or or you know, 900 followers that don't engage. I rather mm -hmm. have, and I tell this, I say this because those of you with like a smaller podcast or just starting out or a smaller blog, you might only have 10 fans today, but those 10 fans engage. Yeah, um, it's true. That's better than 100 fans that don't engage with you. That's um, true. Keep plugging at it, man. Like we still said, keep plugging at it. Keep going. Those 10 will become 15 eventually, but that's 15 hardcore fans. Those 15 will become 50 eventually, but that's 50 hardcore fans and, and so on. And that's how you that's how you, you you grow with quality audiences, with a quality blog. Um, yeah. that's how you do it. Don't 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 go the cheap route because those fans will leave you quickly. And I could say that for you guys, I mean the the P chant, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's like how going into 2014, I'm I was saying it because it was funny. Because that's the and I and I and I and I go back to it until you realize and sit down. Why are we Why are we saying it? And what going to Mexico fans? That was the thing to do. That was the Mex Mexico. That's, uh, that was a funny thing. I see almost the the yeah. whatever and eh, whatever. And then you know you guys are very smart in saying, look, I'm gonna lose tickets prices. And I remember those that 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 month, Sergio. You know when you were going and said we're not saying it anymore. You got to put a statement. And 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 here's our game. And people said I don't want to be a part of this. You know fake Mexican kind of whatever. And and I'm sure you lost. You know, people going into those games, but guess what? You're all, you're on the right track, and yeah. you can go look back and say, "Hey, I did I did the right thing." Because as many people, you know, and I'm I'm there with you at the games when even there you're like, "Hey, yo, stop! We don't want to do that," you know. And you 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 brought leaders because all your leaders feel the same way, 
And sure, you're never going to control everybody, right? right? There's people out there that buy tickets that are ready to do it, and you're like, hey, we don't do it. But as a section and as a people, you did it. That may have caused you, but do you you did the right thing, and we all applaud you for it, right? And, and that's going to be continuing, right? Yeah, so it's, what's the next we're going to continue that, um, but I'll, I'll, tell this, I'll tell you this too. We lost people initially, but the people that we've gained in support, yeah. As they, they've been amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and not only are we gaining more people who support that, but we're gaining families. So, you know, we're gaining kids going to the section, which we love. We love seeing, you know, moms and wives going to the section and feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you, you can have a good atmosphere with the, with, but with also an inclusive family atmosphere yeah. as well. Right? Yeah. It so doesn't be this like South American barra thing. It can be something festive, you know? Let me give you some more shout outs here because what I, I think about right away and, and, you know, I do a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of leadership training and things that come to mind, but what you just did reminds me of um, a section of the cadet prayer, you know, as part of the army, um, make, make us choose the harder, right. Instead of the easier wrong. Right. And never, um, never to con be content with the half truth when the whole truth can be one. So as soon as you did that, that's came, that stood out to me, man, thinking like, I'm going to lose fans. I'm going to get haters, uh, whatever. But you know what? This is the right thing to do. Um, and you did it, dude. And, and you, you know, we're better for it as a group. And, and we're actually growing stronger. So sorry to get sentimental on you, man. But it's Valentine's Day. I had Dang. to like. You're okay. just going to get into. You're teaching get, us stuff. This got to get deep, bro. Because this is, I want to transition into this. Just because, you, we, you know, this can go on. But I want to give, um, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Um, Coronel sent me some Valentine's Day cards. And. I raced out to search them in and said, hey, dude, do you have any Valentine's Day cards from, uh, you know, people that you know? And they sent me them. They all came in the mail. So it's like it's like going back to grade school, dude. It's time for us to give you your Valentine's Day cards. Let's go. Uh, let's go ahead and, and go through them really quick. And then, uh, you know, let me know your reactions about them, dude. Let me know what you think, you know. Let's see. All right, here we go. So Valentine's Day cards. Here we go. First Valentine's Day card that came was from, uh, the, you know, the Chicharito. Sueño cosas chingadas. There he is right there. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, he looks, those, those, Look at that guy. There's those dreamy eyes, man. Like, that is my reaction if I see him staring at me like that. Like, what you have up there. Dude, at first I thought it was Coronet when he got his hair that color. Then I was like, oh, shit, it's Chicharito. Because I remember Coronet had that color. Um, you know, dude, that's that's a great picture there, dude. I mean, who took that picture there, Weasel? I mean, that's like a model picture. Wait, right my picture? You're supposed yeah. to talking about my picture? Yeah, dude, that, is that, I don't even think that's you, dude. Look at that hair, <laughs> the lady. I, so my hair is like really long. Like I have a ponytail and it comes out and uh, it's all, it gets curly, it gets wavy. And then I literally, I put my phone down because there's like just perfect lighting from my room it was like sunset and I, I seriously went like that and it's uh i just took it and i was like that's a pretty cool picture so <laughs> i'm telling you that i fell in love with weasel with that picture and i even as soon as he posted it, it i sent him i sent him a uh did. A, right i go do not cut your hair bro do not <laughs> dude it is long <laughs> all right all right let's keep going man so i want weasel to read these dude. these are the cards for him all right all right, all right got it what did it say? No puedes esperar para tensar tu cabello. Happy Valentine's Day. Atentamente, HH. Dude, HH looks good. Oh my gosh. What do they say? Notice Valentine's Day is pobre? He looks good, man. Dude, yeah, no, yeah, you're not ugly. You're just pobre. That's all. You know, it takes, it takes. 
to do that, you know, you know, he was gonna get so much hate, <laughs> so much hate, and he did it. And you know what? It's over. And it's over. It's done. Yep. And again, back to the polar opposite we saw, dude. As soon as um, Pulisic did it, all the Mexicans like, "Oh, that's nothing. Our Achach is way more handsome than freaking Pulisic." Ah, no, no, no. Pulisic got. In fact, I was, I was in a meeting with GQ that day when they came out. I asked them, yo, who shot those pictures of Pulisic? And they're like, oh, the U.S. team. That was not us. It was Mexican GQ. Because Velas looks pretty good. Hector Herrera's looks really good. But Pulisic, it's like he's having a horrible year. And then he posts those pictures. Something about U.S. men's national. You remember those pictures from, like, Donovan and McBride back in, like, early 2000s in the water fountain? And just bad, 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 bad pictures in a time where... You know, every, it was just a different time, right? And it and it's um, man, it, it I just feel like hey, at least RGQ bet are, is better. Yeah, <laughs> you, you might have been just 20 in 2001 in a World Cup and the worst game you know that we ever played. It, but our GQ pictures are better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, next one. There you go. What is it? Happy Valentine's Day, Ami Doppelganger. No way. <laughs> Dude, Maluma, long hair, Maluma, bro. That's uh. Who is that? It's Maluma, right? Yeah. No, I thought it was. How many Maluma concerts have you been to, we saw? You? At least two, oh, I've right? seen Maluma three, uh, two times. Dude, two times. See, yeah. I'm a fanboy. I know exactly how many concerts. I love music, man. Like, like he, they put on a... So that was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Maluma, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a good-looking guy, man. I mean... Right? Like, you've been to a lot of big events. I, I love music. If there's another passion of mine, if if it wasn't Fubnex Nation, it would have been like, you know, some kind of blog about music and festivals because ever since like the late 90s here in Phoenix when like, you know, um, Warp Tours and, and Lilith's Fair, those are really long. I love music festivals. So I, I've been through that. So anytime I think if you, if, you, if you put an artist, I think, and they're pretty popular and they came to Phoenix or they I went to, I, I pretty much seen them. So, Dude, so here's so, the next one, real quick. Um, this wait, one wait, hold on. So, um, my cousin is the lawyer for Rido Fest in Chicago and Lollapalooza. So, one one things get back to normal, man. We'll go ahead out there. Uh, Lollapalooza is awesome. Hey, Rito. Man, we got left out, dude. It's like they just put <laughs> date together, and we just like go over here at the sideline, like a prom date. No, like, man, all of us. I'm saying, all <laughs> oh, go, dude, let's do it. The, the, the Rizzo Fest, dude, they had man. Who did they have? They had uh, Mana, Cuba, Manat, and 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 Manat, the funny thing about it, Serge, Serge goes, hey, dude, let's go, my lord, my cousin, this and that, let's go. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. I'm like, when is he? He's like, next week. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> what? Dude, we, don't, we don't have private jets, dude. Like, Serge doing that. I don't keep up with that. I, I forget, dude. And the next thing I know, I, I see uh, my cousin text me, and I'm like, yeah, when is it? He's like, next week. I'm like, fuck, all right, well, let's see if we can go. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of concerts, we had the Super Bowl. So that's the next one. All right, there you go, bro. Oh, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Happy Valentine's Day, but I love it, dude. <laughs> oh, it's good, God. man. It's a good. Little weekend. He's coming to Phoenix. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Weekend's got. I've seen him. I've seen him a couple times. Weekend is is the the, the production value is really good. So. What do you think of the of the halftime show, though? I think it was. I think it was good. People, I, people make so much like, oh, it wasn't good. Well, I don't know. Like the music is good. You were every, every song I knew, and then what can he do, right? During COVID, I thought it was funny. Exactly. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought. Thing, yeah. 
it, it wasn't you're not gonna be like the best you know show ever it wasn't what it was last year right i mean shakira and 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 j-lo just went crazy with it but at the same time it wasn't bad it wasn't like the who yeah Oh yeah, or it wasn't like some, and I'm not saying rock, you know, cool, like, but at the same time, it's. I thought it was adequate. I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah. In the age of COVID, what can you do, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. what, you know, I mean, we're lucky he, we're playing. He got the dealt, you know, dealt a bad hand because he was already wasn't he already booked before COVID happened, so he had to adjust. I mean, dude, I got to give him props. All right, got a few more, man. Just we let's time. go. Let's see it. Let's see it. Oh. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, but I can't read it because of the... Spooky, but then he, he crossed it off, and it said Buki Mayor. Is that what it is? <laughs> Para el, el Buki Mayor. Para el buki, oh, it's because of the record and all the little things on there. All right, who, who's this? <laughs> so, yeah, have seen the new Selena um, show. Have you? No, I have not. Oh, is this, this, is this a, the, one the rocker? The, it's one of the, no, it's one of the characters. He's uh, one of the uh, original uh, Dino's guy. But he was in a show called, you know, On My Block, and he was like this cholo gangster guy, Pelon. But then he comes out looking like this, so people kept calling him Ibuki, right? Dude, so. is, is that a wig? That's, that's pretty high up there. <laughs> that's pretty, that's, that's that's pretty high up there. Wait, so who, he was? He was in the. He was in the. He he wasn't the guy that the Selena marries, like, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, he was okay. one of the other, other ones. Yeah, yeah right, that's fine. But he was not a brother. He's not a family member. Not a family member. Some guy that just contract. Yep. All right, here we go. Last one. All right, last one. Let's go. Elizia San Valentina mi tocayo. That is. That's a good one. That's awesome. Leo Cuellar, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, interesting about this is that my uh, my uncle, right? Everybody has somebody that like supposedly played soccer, but like I, like mine is legit. My uncle was the physical therapist for the 1978 World Cup. And, and I think this is from that era with Leo Cuellar with his hair. Mexico went three and out, had a horrible, horrible three um, three games in 1978. Um, um, but every time I reminded, he has pictures of Leo Cuellar and Hugo Sanchez all over his, his office. If you're in Guadalajara, if we ever have a game in Guadalajara and you guys are in, uh, every time I'm there, I do a dinner with them. And he always, no matter what, he's shown me millions of times, he tells me about everything he did in the, like 1978 and the I stories. Would- that jersey dude like where can we get that jersey with the levi i mean that dude i want that's like one of the jerseys like i want i have to have one day dude i don't know if do you have this anybody have this jersey? i do not have that jersey what do you think of it that's weird that's not from the world cup though that's interesting because now i'm looking at it that's not the world cup jersey they, they, they didn't let me see here what we were i was just looking at it too uh that's that's that an one. interesting one yeah but I mean, just the fact they that have, had, they have a World Cup one that's similar to that, but that's not the World Cup picture. Took a picture of it. No, I gotta look at it because that the stripes, those stripes there, that's then it's a Levi's one, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's either a year before or a year after. So uh, there you go, Beast Army. Fine, let's find looking out. At, looking on eBay right now, and and apparently it is a 1978 World Cup jersey. It was it's got on it, and there's this one online for 390, and it's signed by Hugo Sanchez, apparently. Because there's two, they have two of them very, very similar. One has got the, I think on the collar, it's also got the red, white, and green on the collar. Um, two of them look very, very similar. Yeah, yeah. just the fact that do Levi like when Levi doing jerseys like that just that's just one of those you know you have it's one of those once in a once in a lifetime, right? I mean, I don't I don't know how how often Levi's did jerseys back then, but I I don't think so. But yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> 
There you go, man. So some something for us to thank dust. you, thank you. Yeah, I thought we did one in Full Next Nation. We try to do one every year. I don't know what we're gonna come up with. Amy and I kind of figure out. Oh my gosh, it's tomorrow, and we haven't sent our. We kind of do one. I think last year, we did one that was like with Layun. We'd be Layun if, uh, if we didn't like you or something like that. And then, I think we did a Dos Santos one yesterday. So I'm, I gotta take text uh, Amy to figure out what we're doing tomorrow. We always try to put in some kind of, yeah. <laughs> Tie that, tie, that, um, tie that in there. No, but like I said, we, we looked at those pictures and we were like, this is no wonder he's no wonder we so, you know, you're no, so now that's the tie. Your uncle was a physical trainer and the hairstyle. So that is the tie. <laughs> hey, that he, is the tie. he tells he tells some crazy stories about those those games in the World Cup, like legit saying that the like that last game, and I forgot who they were playing, that they were gonna get beat so bad, and the, the coach said like almost almost karate kid style like break their legs like you, they're gonna beat us <laughs> but let's injure them like he says that like he's flat out says that like that's what 1978 we're gonna lose and you know what let them know that when you play mexico you might lose but we're gonna break their legs remember uh, the day they remember the day they played the titans or that movie <laughs> the, yes they'll remember <laughs> that's why they'll remember to play the, yeah it was like that so we need to get that quote somewhere, dude. That that should be like the next jersey there, Serge. <laughs> break, break <laughs> jerseys. We, so is that the latest and newest Mexico jersey you have on? Uh, yeah, the white one. Yeah, I haven't uh, yeah. I haven't ordered that. How 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 does it's really it? Really nice. I mean, I like it. Really, I like it. I like, not, it. I like I'm it. I'm not a fan of the collar. I just. I don't it's. Know. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's it's nice. I like it. it I like the, the little design, the, oh, the like, washed out design. Yeah. yeah, Mexico should be coming out with um, with with some jerseys soon. You know, especially this year. It's, I mean, it's not not a secret. The World Cup's next year. They need to come out with at least two jerseys. Mm-hmm. Nice. So so they. So whatever uh, happened with you guys don't know whatever happened with that pink one that was supposed to come out. The sure that's uh, gonna come out. Yeah. Yeah. People had it. I saw it. I saw it at a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, they had they had the they had the the what do you call them the the replica ones right the ones they yeah, get yeah it's already up there dude I can go dude you guys the Portes America on 16th Street <laughs> and Tom has it. shout out shout out to Rene the Portes America that dude's been this is, yeah been... He, every time he comes in he always shows me all like look I've met Salcido I've met Osorio I've met and I'm like that's so cool man he's like you I think I've met more people than anybody right and I'm always like. You have, man. You have. He's so proud of meeting Mexican team players. I'm all like, "Hey, do you want a player to come to your store? I can hook. I can. I can make that happen if you if you want." That's that soccer shop by um by uh Silvana's place, right? Yeah. By, uh, yeah. Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Right next door. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Shout out to her too. She was recently been going through a really tough time with her business, but it looks like a lot of people showed up and put money to fix, you know, plumbing or some issue she was dealing with. And um, if you go to her Instagram, she was very just, you know, couldn't thank people enough for stepping up yeah. and helping the business. So shout out to Silvana again, Bio Cafe, do a big, uh, you know, we're big fans of her. So, dude, yeah. Dude, it's, it's, it's amazing how people have come together to help to help her out. And not only her, uh, we, so I'm sure you know who Derek is, the lemonade guy from the... Uh, yeah, like Grandma made. Yeah. yeah. So um, this this gentleman who who sells concessions at the Diamondback games, the spring training games, yeah. he has this famous saying going around saying uh, "lemonade, lemonade, like grandma made." You know, so that's what that's his thing. Right? Is that? I'm gonna say something. It, I really thought all stadiums said that because that's how I grew up with it. It's oh, just was, him. 
It was him. Like, I don't know why I'm like, oh, is that maybe something? Like, it's such a great catchphrase that I've always thought, oh, that's he probably got it from other stadiums until I didn't know that that's like his line. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but Alan, he's everyone really knows him as that guy, though. Yeah. yeah. Years guy, so. of going to Diamondbacks games, you hear that guy. Lemonade like grandma made. Oh, and you put sure. passion in that, man. And yeah. it it's yells been, it across. No games, you know. I mean, I imagine that's a that's a big, you know, big revenue generator for him. Yeah, so he he's had some health complications and and uh, there's a GoFundMe. So the community responded, bro. The community responded and they they surpassed the goal. Good. They think they're asking for like fifty thousand for yeah, his medical that's awesome. and whatnot. Well, help, helping and, people out, dude. And it's just amazing, especially now, right now, how, how times are so hard and people are still, uh, you know, we've unfortunately we've had uh, family members lose, PVA family members lose their family members and people have pitched in and whatever they can. And it's just, it's great to see, yeah. it's still, it's great to see that humanity is still alive. You know, oh, I, I definitely love what's going on in this world, man. And, and thank you again for everybody that's pitching in. And again, just, you know, podcasts like this, you know, communication, social media, all that yeah. just that out but you know we still it's been you know it's been a pleasure having you man we, we can talk for hours and i know was, you're busy, it went by so fast you've been a busy per, you're a busy guy dude you have you know you have like five more podcasts you're doing right after this oh. so um <laughs> let's uh let's just wrap up with final thoughts we saw any shout outs any projects anything you want to you know tell us about or tell our viewers about um i guess let's say about uh shout outs you know just you guys continue to do what you're doing i love i love the podcast there you add such a great element of, of being proud of being mexican infused with the soccer and the passion and you can we rarely talk about soccer but at the same time is what brings us together um podcast you know celebrating who we are is always important so you know shout out to you guys and then um women's soccer you know i, I i'd continue to say support it watch it um not just because now i'm involved with an agency that has players but because uh, why shouldn't we be excited for the Mexican national team, you know, women's or, or the women's league continue to support it. They have amazing players and uh, be a voice for it. Right. Because that's, that's what it's needed. And then let's say, let's see, lastly, yeah. Anything we're doing with Max nation, a retweet, a like, you know, getting more people out there. I mean, you know, it's been COVID has been crazy. We haven't been to games. Right. So you, you see that it's, it's affected a lot of us in that sense. Um, so, uh, you know, continue to, 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 to support it on, on, on all our platforms and we'll lift each other up and at the same time replicate that. So if you have a blog or if you have a retweet and it'll help out, send us an email, send us a, send us a message and we'll, we'll throw it out there. So lots and lots of love for everybody in the community. Awesome. Thank you. We so appreciate that. Uh, Cornel, Serge, any, anything, final thoughts, any shout outs before we wrap up? No, no, definitely. We so thank you very much for joining and, and keep doing what you're doing and, and everybody that has helped you along the way. Um, you've kept at it. And it's super, super cool. Really proud to see you. I feel like it's one of my kids, uh, you know, doing something special coming from. I, I um, go, aren't we older than you? No, no, no. But again, um, uh, during on, on the on the on the YouTube video, we will put the handles for Footmix Nation. Thank you. Um, and also uh, that way they can follow you. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Gordon. Serge, final. Yeah, yeah no, my end, thanks for for joining us today and, and, and being on the podcast with us. But more importantly, man, we're just so proud of you, dude. Like the vision you had back in the day, um, you know, you, you fulfill it, uh, or, or you've been fulfilling it forever. And 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 the next step that you took recently. Is amazing and it's something that I envy, but I envy it in a good way because I'm just so happy for you that you get oh, to work in, in what you love day in and day out. Um, and and just however we can help, 
uh, you know, keep going, help you keep going and, and help you keep building Flip Expansion, help you keep working, you know, with the, with the marketing jersey. Uh, you know, we're here as, you know, some of your biggest cheerleaders, honestly. Just love what you do. Thanks for everything you do with the community. And just look forward to kind of seeing you at the game here shortly. Yeah, man. Thanks well, again, the coronel, the coronel, the surge, the sargento here. This is another episode of This Is Your Life with Luiso Vasquez. Spending <laughs> time with us. Um, well, till next time, amigos. Muchas gracias. Sarge, thank you for everything that you do. And I know you write those the articles from Mex Nation and and what I mean. I go back and I'm like, we were in a plane, like we've been in Mexico together. I look back to all of you guys, all three of you, and I have amazing stories with all of you, right? Yeah. From going to Torre Latinoamericana with you know you and your fiance back then. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sargento in Mexico City and hanging out for a whole day and traveling to Coronel. Can Canada is always going to be. Yeah, man. <laughs> always have Canada. That's a movie. Dude, <laughs> it's funny because we've known each other for so long that we go, what the fuck, bro? What the <laughs> you know, like if it's Pasadena, it's partying. If oh, it's, if it's Dallas, in Canada. Dallas, Dallas. Like, it's funny that like, I'm, you know, we are all, we're all married so, and we all, we all have, and we have our lives and we have, right. So it's kind of funny. Like, I feel like we are all like pre-marriage, kind of like these buddies, even though we were not. And then we have, I'm like, we got stories on that guy. Like, you know? <laughs>